when a new friend comes into your life and you feel something like resistance, you want to ask yourself, what's behind that? What are the softer, more tender emotions that are coming Mm. up? And then what age does that emotion present? So usually with the emotions, you find that it usually boils down to three emotions, sad, scared, or lonely. Hi, brave friends. I have been so fortunate to have a dear friend fly in to be with me and support me as I am going through incredible grief and devastation due to my sister's untimely, unexpected passing away. And Kimberly Coy, who is out here in California supporting me, is actually the person who dreamed up We Are Brave Together with me. And she's a licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm just so grateful that she is here. And I'm just feeling like I'm not alone as I navigate some of the logistics as well as the emotional emotional, emotional part of all of this. And so while she's here with me, we thought, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this topic and let's sit together tight and close in my podcast closet and share some wisdom. So I hope you will appreciate today's discussion on when sisterhood hurts. So today's episode is something that has been on my mind and heart for a very, very long time. It's a topic that I've thought about probably since I launched We Are Brave Together. We are an organization that preaches community and sisterhood, as you know. But what if you have been burned by girlfriends? What if you've been hurt by other women? What if it's not easy for you to trust? And and then on top of that, what if you're not a group person or you're an introvert and this just all feels foreign or scary or just something you don't want to touch and yet you're missing out on community and being validated and being seen and heard and understood. So today I have invited my best friend, Kimberly Coy, onto Brave Together podcast so that we could dive into this because we've known each other for 34 years. Yes, we met when we were two. No, I'm kidding. Um, And she's also a licensed marriage and family therapist. And she also shares my love of sisterhood and the friendship of women. And she knows and has experienced how powerful friendship can be and life-giving. And she also knows as a human being and as a therapist that women are sometimes not that great to each other. And what do we do about that? So we're going to have a conversation about that. And I hope this is helpful and provides hope and and healing or just a catalyst for you to dive into your own experience of friendship. and, And we'll just see where the conversation goes. Thanks for being here today. 
Jess, it's such an honor that I get to sit here in this podcast booth with you face to face today. I've been looking forward to this and looking forward to this topic for so long. And yes, I do celebrate friendship wholeheartedly. And I also know what it's like to sit with clients who really have experienced deep wounds. And I think friendship wounds can be one of the hardest wounds. You know, they're different from the wounds of maybe our significant caregivers or even significant others, even our partners in life. But the wounds of a friend sometimes can really set us back in the way we enter into community, in the way we enter into new friendships in our lives. There's something very significant about the wounds that can happen. And those wounds may have stemmed back way to even preschool, even early childhood wounds that sometimes they sit with us and we never really fully recover. And it can it can really harm future friends that we have. And why is that, Kimberly? Why Why can those have such deep holds on us? I think it's almost like a felt trauma, and we know that trauma in our bodies has no timeline. So if we were hurt and wounded as a child, even by another friend, it's almost like we carry that wound with us. And the only way to really deal with that is to go back, almost take yourself back to that childhood experience and really heal from that wound. If we don't, and if we don't give compassion to that little girl inside of us that was hurt by that friendship early on, then it'll keep popping up because mm. trauma has no timeline. And mm. so when we're hurt by a friend in the present day, it'll often feel like that very first initial wound. Hmm. And so, you know, the idea therapeutically is sort of to take yourself back and to minister to that inner child within us Mm -hmm. and comfort her and give her compassion Mm -hmm. and almost heal that wound. So it's almost like if one of your children fell off their bike, what Mm -hmm. would you do? Well, I mean, you would say, oh, honey, oh my goodness, I saw that you fell off your bike and oh, that must be so scary. And oh my goodness, I see your knee is just, it's bleeding and mommy's here to take care of you. And gosh, let me just hold you. Let me, and so you would just comfort your child, right? You would hold your child. You would speak in like the kindest loving voice. Right, so you're tending to that wound in that child. So that child can get up and go back on his bike as long as he or she hasn't broken their leg or right. something yes. like that. But you Absolutely. know, yeah. you, you want to tend to that wound. And a lot of times when there are wounds in our childhood or at any stage in our life, we do not go and attend to our own wound. We sort of do many things. We maybe push it under the carpet or we pretend it wasn't a big deal. Or we have many other coping mechanisms for how we look at that wound instead of going to it and offering it compassion. So if that wound was never healed, we're going to go throughout our lives feeling like we can't trust other women. Mm -hmm. We can't trust friendships in our lives. And so every other woman that comes into our life is going to pose a problem for us, Mm. and it's going to be really hard to trust. So if the first step is just becoming aware of, oh, actually, I have these wounds, or maybe you are aware of those wounds, so maybe the first step is tending to that wound? 
I actually like to do something called a remote control okay. exercise oh, cool. and I'll sort of walk you through it. I think it might be helpful to some of the listeners out there. When I think of trying to maybe make a new friend or issues that come up with friends and maybe realizing that you're not able to trust. So let's say you meet a new person and right away you're feeling some sort of big emotion. So name what maybe that big emotion would be. Maybe apprehension. Apprehension. Okay. So you want to look at that apprehension and kind of check in with your heart and say, heart, what's going on here? Almost like if you were going to take a remote control like on your TV and you were going to press pause. Mm -hmm. And so I want you just to pause on that emotion. So Mm -hmm. a new person walks into your life, looks like they want to be friends with you, and right away you feel this apprehension. So if you were to pause that apprehension, and you were to check in with that, what were maybe some of the softer emotions, more tender or childlike emotions that might come up for you? Fear. Fear. Yeah. That's great. Fear. Probably fear of rejection or Mm -hmm. also like that desire to be known and seen, but you're so afraid to open that door. Yeah. Well, that, that really resonates with me. So if you could then look at that fear and maybe cup your hands out in front of you and put fear in your hands, because that's a very childlike, not not that fear is childlike, but it's a very tender emotion. And you would say, look at fear and say, does fear have a memory attached to it? Another way you could say it is, how old is fear? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, how old is fear? Hmm. I mean, probably it goes back to three, age three or four. And then I would ask you what memory is associated with mm. that three-year-old little girl who's mm-hmm. feeling fear. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it has something to do with parents and mm-hmm. uh, divorce and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Kind of asking you to be pretty vulnerable here, Jess. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so then you would look at fear And fear has a need. Mm -hmm. You know, fear, I think, let me put it this way. I think that all children have certain things that they need, like certain gifts that our parents can give us or friends or people in our life can give us. Maybe a need to be seen, Mm -hmm. to be played with, Mm -hmm. to be heard, to be told you're enough, Mm -hmm. to be loved, to be protected, Mm -hmm. to be provided for. Mm -hmm. I think I listed seven. There's probably more that we need. And so when you go back to fear, and fear has a memory attached to it, then what you want to do is you want to comfort that little three-year-old who has a lot of fear. Okay. Basically, when you go through this little remote control exercise, if you stop at the beginning and you look at what are the big triggers that come up. So when you go to meet somebody or when a new friend comes into your life and you feel something like resistance, you want to ask yourself, what's behind that? What are the softer, more tender emotions that are coming Mm. up? And then what age does that emotion present? So usually with the emotions, you find that it usually boils down to three emotions, sad, scared, or lonely. And we're not always cognizant of those deeper emotions until we press the remote control. Yeah. If we can pause long enough to say, wow, I'm feeling really scared. 
what is this new friend going to look like? Is this new friend going to hurt me the way I was hurt when I was a child, Mm -hmm. the way I was hurt with another friendship or in my family's divorce? Mm -hmm. Then you can go, and just like that little child who fell off the bike, you can go to that little girl and give it tenderness Mm -hmm. and give that little girl compassion Mm -hmm. and help her to get back on the bike again Mm -hmm. if she can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you sort of unpause the trigger Unpause the remote control and say, okay, how is that trigger feeling now? Hmm. And if it feels a little bit better, maybe you could just lean into that friendship again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And lean in and see what possibilities are there. Hmm. It could be incredibly healing and maybe give you a chance to take a risk in mm-hmm. your life mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. a friend. Because that's what we want for you moms out there. That's what we want for the moms in this community and really really every mom. We want every mom to have life-giving friendships and to feel supported and to feel known and heard and understood. And it doesn't mean you have to have seven best friends. If you have one or two life-giving people who truly know you and support you, who you truly know and you truly support, that that will sustain us for the long haul of this life and any hardship that comes along. And we, we so want that for you. Of course, we want you to participate in our connection circles. We want you to participate in our retreats. We kind of think they're magical, and I know I'm so freaking biased, but I just, I've seen again and again and again before We Are Brave existed and since We Are Brave, you know, has put on 10, 11, 12 retreats by now. I've seen the magic. I've seen the bonding. I've seen the support. I've seen what transpires when you are around other women who understand what you're going through. And it is beautiful. It is healing. It is helpful. It's a tool in your toolkit. When you go back to your crazy life after that retreat or that connection circle or meetup or whatever it is, it really, really is. And so I hope that this, I hope this inspires a few to like, okay, I'm going to stop and think about this and I'm going to give this a chance because yes, I need this, but I am so scared. And just like you said, like it is scary to start a new friendship, especially if you've been burnt. Mm -hmm. And so I always use this little analogy of, you know, if you're teaching a child to swim, you're not going to take him to the deep end and say, just jump in, little Bobby, like just jump into the deep end. Right, right. You're going to take him to the shallow end. You're going Mm -hmm. to put the little um, floaties on him (laughs) and you're going to walk with him or carry him into the shallow end Mm -hmm. because it would be way too scary Mm -hmm. to ask little Bobby to just jump in the deep end. So in the same way, you might find out there, podcast listeners, that you need to kind of give yourself some grace and take baby steps. Start with a shallow end Mm, in friendship. Maybe for you it means choosing to join the We Are Brave Together community, but just tending to listen to the podcast for a while or maybe make some comments to some of the posts on, Mm -hmm. on the Facebook community or social media. And that's what you can do. Until you're ready to kind of go into the deep end and maybe explore a new friendship mm-hmm. or come to a retreat. Mm-hmm. You know, going to a retreat might feel too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So you may need to take some baby steps, and that's okay. Give yourself grace because you've been burnt before. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be burnt again. That's mm-hmm. super, super scary. Mm-hmm. So take baby steps. Yeah. 
Yeah. I want to add to that, too. And, and and if you've followed me or you're reading our newsletters or reading my posts or you've heard me say this already on the podcast, but it's so understandable to feel afraid. It's so understandable to not want to take a chance. It's so understandable to feel allergic to the word sisterhood when you have been burned. So you can say that to yourself. You can say, you know what? Jessica, it's so understandable that you are afraid to do this. It's so understandable because look what happened to you back in blah, 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 whatever. Just pour that self-compassion on yourself. No judgment, no judgment at all. But if you are hungering, if there's something that's calling to you to get involved in any way, whether it's We Are Brave or any other supportive community or a new friendship, just pour heaps of self-compassion on yourself and go from there. Go from there. That's so good, Jess. And that goes back to exactly what I was talking about, the little girl or boy who just fell off the bike. You would know, you know, as a mother, as a as a friend even, how to minister that kind of, how to give that kind of compassion to mm-hmm, that little child mm-hmm. in the same way you want to give yourself that mm. same compassion. This is hard. Yeah. Friendship can be messy and friendship mm-hmm. can be scary and friendship can have a lot of baggage attached to it. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anyone in this life who hasn't experienced some kind of wound Mm -hmm. from either a friend, a loved one, a partner, a child. And we want to be so sensitive to that and know that there's so much grace. But we also, I think what you've been wanting to do and what is so wonderful about We Are Brave Together is that this is a community that we can lean in and say, hey, I hear you. I see you. Take my hand. Mm -hmm. Let's walk through this together in safety. Because when you have someone by your side, just like your nonprofit suggests, we are brave together. Mm-hmm. We can do things together mm-hmm. and we can support each other. And that to me is the whole heart behind what you've done yeah. with We Are Brave Together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to make sure our listeners hear that might be comforting or validating or encouraging towards friendship or community? I just know for me, and I guess just a personal testimony, in probably the deepest and darkest time in my life, about a decade ago when I went through my divorce, and Jess, you were right there with me, because of the impact that my friends had on me, because of those late night calls that I had with you, crying in a fetal position on the floor, I know that it was worth it to me to take those risks to let women into my life Mm -hmm. without the women that were there for me in those moments where I didn't know if life could even go on again. I didn't know how to pick myself up. I didn't know how to begin again. It was so important to me to lean on those friendships. And Mm -hmm. you were one of them, Jess. Mm, Thank you. And I'm so glad that I took the risk. And as scary as it is to let someone see your true self Mm -hmm. and let someone see you in your darkest moments it was so worth it and I'm so glad Mm. I did so you know I want to be so sensitive to people who have been wounded by friends but also know that sometimes just stepping out and taking that baby step is so worth the risk because you don't have to do this life alone Mm -hmm. you don't have to go through really hard things alone no and there are safe people not everybody is going to do to you Mm mm-hmm 
what those harmful people did to right, you. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we want that for you, brave moms. We want that for you so, so much with all of our hearts. And you don't have to do this alone. And we are not meant to, by the way. I don't care what culture, society, whatever, whatever indoctrination that has been in your life or around you, you're not meant to do this alone. We are not meant to do this alone whatsoever. And I I mean, I think the pandemic showed us that we are not meant to live or love or work or parent or learn in isolation. It's just, we are not. We are not meant for that. And so I hope today's conversation just really, really encourages you, validates you. I, I hope that it's a catalyst for you and, and healing if you are carrying those wounds that are getting in the way of you enjoying community that could greatly, greatly benefit you. Reach out. Reach out. It's the first step. Yep, absolutely. And you can always leave us a message. Did you know that you could leave us a message on the podcast? We would love that. You certainly can send an email in to hello at wearebravetogether.org. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook and send us a message and say, hello, I'm here. I I listened to that podcast and I want to take the first step. We are so here for you. Kim, I'm so glad you're here and I'm so glad that... You're in my podcast closet, and we get to do this I together. Love it. What an honor! This I know. Has been I'm so today. glad. Yeah, I'm I love so you, glad. I love you too. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening today. Do us a favor and leave us a review and a rating so that this podcast can get into the ears and the hearts of more and more moms. Did you know that Brave Together podcast is an extension of our nonprofit organization called We Are Brave Together? We Are Brave Together serves an international community of caregiving moms by offering support groups that are virtual and in-person, educational resources, and low-cost weekend retreats. And we offer retreat scholarships. We represent all 50 of the United States and 21 countries around the world. We are here to remind you that you are not alone. You are braver and stronger than you think, and that girlfriends who get you are sacred and mandatory. To join us today, go to wearebravetogether.org. Our support and sisterhood await you.